Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 46 of the Talking the Line podcast. Thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Thursday of bets. As always, before we talk some lines for you today, dive in deep to the action and value that we found across today's slates. Take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on, whether you're watching the live show or recording on YouTube or the audio version on your favorite podcast directory. If you could be so kind and you also have a quick moment, go ahead and hit that like button as well. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do. It only helps us improve and make this better for each and every one of you. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the Talk in the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the TTL Cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates joining us on today's show, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for taking just a few seconds and a brief hour, hour and a half here to join me and my partner. Now, I mentioned my partner. It is time to bring in that man, the co-host of the TTL podcast, a young man who is a little bit, uh, a little bit more down on his socks today. Coming off of a loss, but still very, very pleased with how they've been playing as of late. He is making me look absolutely foolish here in the Talking the Line crew, as I seem to still not be able to get my tickets cashed. But I'm turning it around today, and with his help, I've been cashing some tickets right along with him. So without further ado, my partner, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing just fine. We are getting close to the weekend. A little chilly out here in Chicago, a little chillier than usual for a late May. Still rocking the shorts and t-shirt. Once that coat goes in the closet, it does not come back out for me. Uh, you know, so just a little uh, little morning nip this morning, but... Uh, I'm rocking and rolling, and I'm feeling good today. Hey, absolutely. I, uh, I'm i right there with you. Stepped out on the balcony this morning, had a little coffee, got some fresh uh, fresh vibes going, fresh fresh uh, winning vibes, if oh, yeah. you will. I got to get back on the right track here. Hey, Connor Small, see you in there. Uh, no pressure whatsoever. We're going to have a loaded, oh. loaded episode for you here today. Don't you worry, my friend. Stopped we are rocking and rolling. I see. Okay. I see. So we got high expectations to live up to, but uh, we do love them and my uh, Model ourselves in some of them. So uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, nonetheless, 
going through as we are a full transparency show here at the TTL podcast. We always give you yesterday's recap. Now, I told you it was a little bit of a rough day for me. My partner's back on the winning side. Let me go ahead and let's rock and roll through yesterday's recap. So first things first here, partner, you had a beautiful day over right there. there. The uh, St. Louis and Chicago White Sox, which I said on the pod I was a little worried about, but I mm-hmm. went ahead and wrote mm-hmm. it with you, cashed nice and well. The Dodgers' first five money line, you are the king of pushes on the first five this week, this my week, man. This week, yeah, man. I don't know what's going on with these first fives. Yeah. I think that's, I could be wrong, but as far as first five money lines, that might be four pushes in a row. Sure enough, your Padres money line got it mm-hmm. done in the 10th inning last yep, a night. Sweaty. That was very sweaty and uh me. So let's uh let's just pretend this never happened. This start to this week, uh if you watched the Red Sox first 5 yesterday, absolutely brutal. I uh watched the whole thing. If you didn't watch it, they lost it <laughs> in the 5th inning, mm-hmm. couldn't score a run and then in the 6th inning they went up 5-4. They weren't even tied. So, brutal loss there. The Giants first 5 money line, they absolutely got crushed. It wasn't even close the whole time. I don't know what the heck's going on, but I am here to tell you this. Mm-hmm. No more losing out of me. I ain't doing it. If you've been coming around the TTL podcast, the TTL newsletter, just been hanging out with us for the amount of time we've been doing this, you know I've been winning. You know he's been winning. You know this is just an anomaly. I am so flabbergasted that I have Mm -hmm. been losing like this. I, I don't even know what to say. With that being said, I have scoured today's lines. I have looked deep, deeper than I have ever looked before, and I am ready ready to run some damn tickets to the window, hopefully for the first time this week. I am so doggone ready. I can't even tell you guys how much I got to stop talking about it or else I'm going to let all my picks out already. The Wednesday Warrior special play. Sorry about yesterday's audio mm-hmm. issues. We uh, found out about that. You didn't hear it was the Grizzlies plus nine and a half. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't and you didn't lock it in because yeah. it lost anyway. So uh, rough day across the board. Money line dice down to one and two on the week. So we're hoping to get them back to 500 tonight in the NBA. They're losing us some damn money, man. Yeah, it's rough. We uh, recommend always playing the half units. However, as we always say in the dice we trust, we we have no qualms with them. We still believe. So they will be making their usual episodic appearance and uh, we'll have an NBA role for them to do tonight. Or yes, for tonight's Mm. matchup. Um, Speaking of the episode, we are doing the usual. We have a jammed, packed, loaded episode for you today. So we're going to do usually our Mag's best bets, as always. We got my best bets. He's got two. I got three. I'm getting a little bit risky. I uh, have three that I'm going to give to you. If you've never been to a Thursday episode or read a Thursday newsletter, we are bringing in the Triple Play Thursday Parlay. If you couldn't tell by the name, that is a parlay with three MLB bets attached to it. And uh, we both are all over this one today. We are ready to get back in the positive side on our special plays. We had been crushing them. It's time to get it done. It's time to get back on the right side. We'll also have that Moneyline Dice roll. You know the deal there. We'll uh, give you our best rants and reactions for the second half of the pod. Got some juicy stuff to get into today, so make sure you stick around for that. And then I got a pretty solid message for you in my Motivation Minute. Something I've been uh, thinking about for a while, bringing into one of my uh, Motivation Minutes, and uh, something that I've carried with me for a long time. So I cannot wait to bring that to you. That, it, as always, is at the very end of the pod. So stick around for that as well. But... For now, just a quick reminder, 
Be sure you follow myself at cash underscore with underscore Colt on the Action Network. Follow at RMAGS, all capital, and follow the Talking the Line page at Talking the Line. As always, you'll get all of our best bets up to the minute, everything locked and loaded, and you will be able to run tickets with to the window with us all day long. So make sure you follow us on there. You can see all of our previous records, all that good stuff to know that we're not lying about we have been winning or I have been winning rather. Check the records, check the stats. Still doing good. I'm not all the way down. Just wanted to get all that out of the way before we dive into it. And with all that being said, cut the drama, cut the nonsense, no more banter. It is time. For everybody's favorite segment of the Talk in the Line podcast and the segment that gets us started every single day, it's time for the crew's best bets of the day. As always, my partner gets this segment kicked off. As always, he showed up at the TTL Production Studios this morning, just geeked up. He said, partner, I went 2-0-1 last night. I'm back in the green. I'm back in the black. We are looking good. I found some more value today. I'm going to stay away from the MLB plays for my card, and I'm diving deep into NBA. I got some serious value for him. So, I guess you're just going to go ahead without and further uh, give ado, it to him for me. <laughs> not a chance. Without further ado. He's got them all. He's got the plays. Partner, you have the floor for your best bets of the day. I appreciate it, my man. Like you said, I've got two plays today. And for the first time in a while, I've got two NBA plays. NBA only action for me tonight. First play coming out of the Bucks versus Heat game. I've got the Bucks minus one and a half on the road. My uh, Milwaukee's found their offensive stride here against Miami uh, in game two there. Giannis was incredible, but the bench of Milwaukee made the difference uh, between a close game and a blowout. I think there may be a little bit of regression from that bench, but I still believe they have the depth advantage over Miami and bench, uh, the bench department. Bryn, Bryn Forbes is a large factor for that point. He was non-existent in Game 1, but then came into Game 2 and shot the lights out, scoring 22. That was no fluke. The final game of the regular season versus Miami, he did the exact same thing, scoring 21 points in 21 minutes, very similar to Game 2 uh, the other day. Uh, Miami, on the on the other hand, cannot seem to find their offense, as has been their bane for the entire 21 season. Milwaukee seems to have the defensive recipe to keep them off the scoreboard and under 110. If they do that once again, I believe, and I believe they will, uh, this one and a half will be no problem at all for Giannis and Co. On the season as a one to two and a half point favorite, Milwaukee is four and three, while Miami is two and six as a dog. Uh, from one to two and a half points. Seems like people are still a little weary on this matchup because they think the 2020 Heat are going to show up, but I'm not buying it. I got Milwaukee all night. Their offense is rolling, and I think the bench is what puts them over the top. It's not even necessarily the key factor. I think that's really the key factor to make this a no no sweat, no brainer. I think you got uh I think Giannis can do this on his own, really. Uh but all in all, I think there's too many factors to steer me away from Milwaukee. So first play, I'm taking Bucks minus one and a half partner. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I think that line ticked down to uh, get the public to rush to the Miami Heat mm-hmm. side of things at that plus one and a half. But I think you're right on with everything you said. The Bucks come out strong, and I think they take game three here in dominant fashion once again. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, what do you got for number two, my guy? Play number two, evening action, late night action. Uh, Nuggets versus Blazers. I am taking the Blazers minus three and a half 
Portland is playing very well towards the end of the season. Over their last nine, including the first two games of the playoffs, they are 7-2 and two straight up, 6-3 and three ATS. The Blazers' offense struggled in Game 2's loss. However, over the last month, whenever they are held under 110 points, as they were the other night, their offense bounces back, scoring at least around 117, upwards to upwards of 140. Um, because of that, Portland is 4-0 ATS last four games following an ATS, following an ATS loss. Uh, the Nuggets have struggled recently on the road versus teams with winning road uh, winning road records. Uh, excuse me, struggle on the road versus teams with winning home records. Uh, in these matchups between the Nuggets and Blazers over the last six, Portland is 5-1 and one ATS. Five of those are here in 2021 season. Uh, lastly here, Yusuf Nurkic did not contribute very well in Game 2. Large reason why they lost. He was a major factor in Game 1. His last four games uh, in which he was held to single-digit points, he bounced back the following game to score at least 15 points. If the Blazers can get a solid contribution from him, and I think they will, uh, they will be on their way to another win and cover. This offense is just a little too hot for me to pass up. Like I said, whenever they have a little stumble like they did the other night, they bounce back, and they bounce back big. I'm uh, also a little interested in that over, but I'm seeing some money that's steering me away from that, so I still like the Blazers here. But all in all, I'm taking the Blazers offense to storm through this Nuggets defense tonight, partner. Hey, nothing more I can say. Nothing more I can add on to there. You are spot on. I saw the Blazers minus four. I liked them as well. But I said, hey, you take them. Hammer mm-hmm. them home. We'll make them your play. And I'll just ride right along with you. Why the hell it. not? I love it. So there you have it. Our Mags, two best bets of the day. Stick around for after my best bets and the special play of the day. We'll be sure to recap all of his plays as well. Now it's time for the second half of the TTL crew to give you his best bets of the day. That would be yours truly, and it is time for my bets, bets, best bets of the day. A little bit of a tongue twister for you there to get <laughs> things started, but uh, told you right there at the top, I got three picks coming at you today. I have two MLB and one NHL play coming at you, ready to rock and roll. For the first play I am taking today. I am going to the matchup between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Miami Marlins, and I am taking the Miami Marlins full game money line. Let me tell you why, my friends. Spencer Howard on the mound for the Phillies and Pablo Lopez on the mound for the Marlins. Howard has only pitched four games, and he has not gone over three innings in all four of those starts. It's a pretty solid bullpen day for the Phillies when uh, Howard finds himself on the bump uh, getting the start for the Phillies. In his last start, there were six pitchers that saw the mound. In the start before that, there were four pitchers that saw the mound, and the opposing team absolutely mashed them all game long. Howard on the road this year has had two starts. He's pitched only three innings on the road, gave up six hits, four earned runs, five Ks he's had, and two walks allowed. He has not played very well, and both games on the road that he has started, the Philadelphia Phillies lost. Now, Pablo Lopez on the opposition, on the opposing bump, rather, he has been an absolute killer this year. Lopez has had 10 starts, pitched 56 innings. He does have a 1-3 record, but don't let that scare you because he holds a 2.73 ERA, has struck out 54 batters, only allowed 17 walks, is averaging 
allowed a 234 batting average, 297 OBP, and a 656 OPS. So he's eliminating those big, big plays when guys get on base, and he's eliminating base runners just in general. So he's been dealing his last two, two starts. He's gone 12 innings, allowed 11 hits, had 11 Ks to match those hits, only allowed two walks, and allowed two earned runs in those last two starts. He's pitched very well at home all season, and I think that trend more than continues here today. Miami overall is 12 and 11 straight up at home. They are 9 and 8 straight up as a home favorite. 22 and 20 straight up on no rest and 23 and 22 straight up with equal rest playing that same team. They are 4 and 2 straight up in Lopez's last 6 starts, 4 and 1 straight up in their last 5 overall, not to mention with two of those wins being over the Phillies and they are 7 and 3 straight up in their last 10. This Marlins team has really started to find their stride over the last few weeks here in May. Now, Phillies have continued to struggle on the road. They are 9-16 and 16 straight up away, 6-9 and nine straight up as an away dog, 19-22 and 22 on no rest, 23-26 and 26 playing a team with equal rest. They are 0-4 in their last four games after scoring two runs or less in the previous game. You love to see that when they're playing the same team back-to-back. They're two and three straight up in their last five and three and seven straight up in their last 10. They are not playing well right now. By no means are they a team that you should be running to the window to put your money on. Last meetings between these teams, Miami is four and two straight up in the last six. All of those meetings have been in 2021 and Philadelphia is one and five in the last six meetings in Miami with three of those meetings happening this year. All of that leads me to my pick, and I'm locking in the Marlins full game money line today. There you have it, my first pick of the day. My second pick, I am taking another MLB play, as I had mentioned, and don't call me a homer because I'm doing it anyway. You might as well listen. I got the shirt on. Here we go. I'm going to the matchup between the Pittsburgh P-Roots and the Chicago Cubbies. I am taking my Cubs full game money line. Here is why. You got Kyle Hendricks on the mound for the Cubs and Tyler Anderson on the mound for the Pirates. Hendricks is slowly starting to find himself again. Mm -hmm. As my partner has alluded to many times on the show, if the team's name is not the Atlanta Braves, Hendricks seems to pitch extremely well. He has faced Pittsburgh twice already this year, faced him on opening day and then May the 9th. He did not have really good outings in those matchups by any stretch of the word, but I think he's due for some positive progression here uh, going against the same team now for the third time, especially after his last start where he went eight innings pitched, allowed only eight hits, had eight Ks, no walks, and only gave up one earned run. Granted, that was against the Detroit Tigers, but he was dominant. Went all the way deep into that game until they had to bring Kimberl in. The Cubs are three and two straight up in Hendricks's last five starts. So they are giving him the run support that he needs here as of late. Now, Anderson on the mound for the Pirates, the lefty. He has been abysmal and getting mashed Mm -hmm. all year long. If you don't know, he's coming fresh off that game against the Atlanta Braves where his mojo got shot down through the floor, and I don't think it's going to be rebounded for this game. Against the Braves, he only pitched five innings, gave up 10 hits, had seven Ks, allowed two walks, gave up nine earned runs, with three of them being home runs. He has been throwing meatballs and pitchers, or opposing offenses rather, have been destroying him all year long. Now the Cubs against lefties, 
have been pretty solid. They've actually had some success against Anderson so far this year in uh, two meetings. They they hit them around pretty solidly. Nothing too crazy to write home about, but they do handle it well. But what I'm really looking at is the Cubs over their last 10 games against lefties. They're averaging batting average of 319, OBP of 367, and a 6.95 runs per nine innings. They are destroying the ball all over the field against left-handed pitching, and I don't think that stops here today. The Cubs are 4-1 and one straight up in the last five versus Pittsburgh and 7-3 and three straight up in the last 10. They have dominated them, dominated, dominated them, and all of those games have been played in 2021. Some keys I'm looking at, Cubs could potentially take first place in the NL Central here. They know that. They know what this game means. If the Cardinals lose another one today, it could be all but curtains for them in first place. And I believe the Cubs are going to come out hot and stay hot through the entire game and then complete this three-game sweep. Head on over to the Reds tomorrow, partner. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I don't think you're too much of a homer on this one. You nailed it. I think Hendricks is his worst is behind him. He's going to be dominating the Pirates today. And the Cubs, as you mentioned, are mashing lefties right now. Uh, One of my favorites of the day. So I'm happy to ride it with you. Absolutely, absolutely. Before I dive into my third pick of the day, want to say thank you so much, Sage, for stopping by. You the man. We love you. Thank you for always having our back on the Twitter sphere and growing right alongside with us every day. And Nick Aiello, you're damn right. The Packers suck. <laughs> One of our good friends from college, if you all didn't know that. So good to see you here too, Nicky. Appreciate We're fighting, it. Dude. We're fighting. Appreciate the life, my uh, the love, my friend. So we will get back to it. All right. For the third <laughs> pick of the day, just wanted to stop by and say what's up to you guys. Uh, for the third pick I am taking today, told you it was going to be an NHL matchup, and I am buying high on home ice advantage today. I am taking the Nashville Predators money line against the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, you might tell me I'm crazy, and I know I kind of feel crazy. Carolina is the by and away better team here in this matchup. They have been great all season. They have won the last two matchups before this. However, we get to go back to Nashville. And this is where it has really, really mattered for the Predators, not only in the postseason, but all season long. Their home environment is electric. If you did not see Taylor Lewan crushing beers and getting that crowd absolutely hyped, I know this is crazy analysis to see as well, <laughs> but Carrie Underwood's coming in, Keith Urban's coming in, that crowd is going to be insane for Game 6 in Nashville. Now the Preds, let's do some real stats here. Preds, 20 and 10 at home overall on the season. They've been absolutely killing it nonstop. The Canes, 16, 9, and 5 on the road this season. So they haven't been able to do the exact same thing that the Preds have. Preds obviously have the advantage there. I'm also looking at the goalies for this one. If you didn't know, Soros in net for the Preds has been a dominator. He's been a brick wall standing on his head game in and game out. At home this season, Soros averaging a 941 save percent, and he is 17 and three straight up in net at home. It looks like it's going to be Alex Nettle. Nedeljkovic, Nedeljkovic, wanted to say that correctly. He is the goalie for the Canes. Nailed it. Looks like he's going to be in net uh, so far on the road this season. Mr. Alex, 926 save percent, 
eight, four, and two straight up. So I think the goalie matchup plays very, very large in this one as well. Some other key trends I'm looking at. Canes, 0-4 straight up in the last four on the road. The Hurricanes, 0-4 last four straight up as a road favorite. The Nashville Predators, 13-3 in their last 16 at home. 4-0 in their last four as a home dog. The home team. In the meetings between these teams, last 11, the home team is 11-0. and 0. The home team has been crushing in these meetings. The Hurricanes are 0-4 in the last four meetings in Nashville, and all four of them have been in 2021. And the Canes have not won a game on the road since April 27th. I am buying all of home ice advantage. I am buying all of of Mr. Soros to continue to stand tall in net, and I am buying all of the Nashville Predators to force Game 7 and give us a sweaty, enjoyable, wonderful Stanley Cup hockey game tonight. So for my third pick, Nashville Predators, money line. I love it, my man. I think they need. Uh, they might have to get a little more up their sleeve than uh, you know beyond Taylor Wan sh- shotgunning. Might have to get sure. Carrie Underwood shotgunning something. That'd be the lock of the day. The Predators, if we can get Carrie Underwood shotgunning a beer up there. Hey, if that happens, then uh, we're definitely taking the Preds to the window. Yeah, no question whatsoever. Yeah. So uh, I, I just honestly think that that home ice advantage just plays so high for yeah. the Preds. I mean, it has all year, and the Preds have been in these positions plus. 125 plus 130 right around at this same line all year long and everybody runs to the window against them and they get it done at home time and time and time again and if you're giving me plus money once again here in the playoffs just probably because how the last few matchups have gone to overtime i'll take it all day long let's force a gain seven here preds so there you have it my friend the friends friends all of you wonderful people (laughs) You have our best bets of the day. You have my best bets. Gave you three of them, and you got our mags mm-hmm. with his two. Now, we will be sure to recap those if you didn't, so just hang tight if you didn't get every single one of them and you got into the episode just a little late. However, with another Thursday brings another triple play Thursday parlay, and without further ado, it is time to get in to today's special play of the day, partner. Here we go for today's triple play thursday parlay if you didn't catch it at the top three legs all mlb ready to rock and roll straight into your favorite sports book right now for the first leg of the day we are going back to my cubbies not going to take the full game for this parlay we are taking the cubs first five money line and for much of the same reasons as i said in my analysis for the full game however the first five seems much safer as well but i'm still highly confident in my pick uh the first five seems safe just because of the pitching matchup the cubs have won the first five innings in the last two meetings uh, against the pirates here in this series and i think they continue to stay hot have no problems no worries at all getting up at least three four runs on anderson here in the first five yeah no question one 
one of my first plays that I wrote down today. Yeah, same same as me here. So I absolutely love the Cubs' first five money line for the first leg. For the second leg, you might as well homer out right alongside with me, partner. Who do we got for the second play of the the triple play Thursday part? Yes, sir, my man. Orioles versus my White Sox. We are taking the White Sox minus one and a half on the full game run line. You've got lefty Bruce Zimmerman on the mound for the Orioles and Dylan Cease right-hander for my Sox. Zimmerman enters this game with a 5.59 ERA, 1.55 whip, and is coming off of a three-inning, five-earned run outing versus Washington over last weekend. Orioles are 0-5 in his last five starts when the Orioles are an underdog. They are 2-6 straight up in his eight starts this season, and five of those losses were by more than one run. Dylan Cease enters this game with a 3-1-8 ERA, and the Sox are 5-1 straight up in his last six starts, 4-2 to the run line. Every time he has allowed more than two earned runs this season, he follows it up with a start of one or less. He had a rough outing last weekend against the Yankees. He also pitches dominant when the pressure is off of him, and this game is going to be a much lower pressure than a division game or a game like last weekend against the Yankees. I can stop right there, but that's not even the reasons why we love this play. Sox, 273 batting average, 355 OBP, 7.32 runs per nine versus lefties this year. Baltimore versus righties, 215 batting average, 287 OBP, and 3.39 runs per nine versus right-handers. I got to take my White Sox anytime you give me a lefty on the mound, and especially when it's not any type of ace or anywhere even near that. Not to mention the O's are on a nine-game losing streak, 2-7 and seven to the run line over that stretch. Sox had a rough weekend last weekend against the Yanks, but they righted the ship earlier in, those, earlier in this week, taking two out of three from the Cardinals. I feel very confident that my Sox, homer and out, but I feel very confident that my socks are going to take care of the one and a half. Partner. Hey, if you got me wearing this shirt sitting right next to you and I'm hammering the socks minus one and a half, I'm overly confident uh-huh. in it as well. Yeah. Uh, the book, books have actually started to get a little smart here, not offering us plus money right. on uh, the White right. Sox minus one and a half against mm-hmm. the lefties anymore, but it's still a very short favorite line, so we will gladly add it as our second leg on the right. Triple Play Thursday parlay. Yep. And for the third leg on the Triple Play Thursday parlay, we are rocking and rolling back on over to the matchup between the San Diego Padres and the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers. The San Diego Padres first five money line is going to be our selection in this one. And it pretty much comes down to me, partner, this pitching matchup here. Yeah. Uh, you got Ryan Weathers on the mound for the Padres and Adrian Hauser on the mound for the Brew Crew. Now, Hauser has been absolutely brutal this season uh there has not there's been one game out of his let's see here four five six seven eight nine starts that he has not allowed at least two earned runs every other one has been two earned runs two times he up let up three earned runs and then another time he let up six so teams have been mashing him and that is not something that you care to see against a red hot san diego padres offense now on the opposite side of the bump you have ryan weathers on the mound for the pods ryan weathers has been murderous Mm -hmm. all season long as a matter of fact in 10 starts this year he's only given up five 
earned runs and he spaces them out when he does give up the earned runs. Sure so does. he gave up one against Seattle in his last start back on uh, May the 22nd, but I see him rebounding and have a huge, huge matchup against the Milwaukee Brewers club that even though they had a solid outing on Monday, I think that was just to get or Tuesday. That was just against Blake Snell, just a little bit of a weird something, yeah, something going on Brandon there. Woodruff on the mound. Oh, yeah. if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Uh, yeah. Last thing I can add here, Brewers last 10 games versus lefties, 155 batting average partner. Oh. Pretty, pretty ice cold here. Pretty, pretty, pretty cold. Pretty cold. Pretty cold. So that is the third leg of the Triple Play Thursday parlay, the Padres' first five money line. Now, there you have it. You have our Mag's Best Bets, my Best Bets, and the Triple Play Thursday Parlay. If you're a regular of the TTL show, you know that we have one more betting segment to get to. But before we do that, let's go ahead and recap these best bets of the day. Get out your sports books, get out your pens and paper, get out whatever you do to write down your favorite plays of the day and get ready to lock these bad boys in. Here we go. For Armags, he is taking two picks. He's got the Bucks minus one and a half and the Blazers minus three and a half. I am right there with him writing both of those plays. Myself personally, I have the <laughs> Miami Marlins full game money line, the Chicago Cubs full game money line, and the Nashville Predators full game money line. For the triple play Thursday parlay, we are taking Cubs first five money line, Padres first five money line, and White Sox minus one and a half. That triple play Thursday parlay is paying out just under just under five to one odds. Mm-hmm. So you are getting some juicy, juicy action on that. You got a fresh $20 burning a hole in your pocket. Put it on down for a fresh $100. Going to come right back behind that. Yep. We are very confident in this triple play Thursday parlay. So before we get into the next action, you know the deal. Hammer it home. Lock it in. Sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you like to say, just get it in at whatever the current best line you're finding it at on your favorite sports book there you have it there they are make sure you get them in let's run these bad boys to the window i see a six and O day on the horizon for us right here partner six and O day how about seven seven and oh one two three four five oh how about seven how about seven my how man? about seven threw me off but he would knew where he was going didn't know where he was going myself personally but i do now and that's the money line dice you see it right down there in the corner mentioned it at the top of the show rough loss last night yeah tough one it was not really that close at all panthers plus uh one and a half i actually uh sprinkled a little half unit on the panthers money line liked them to uh force a game seven um but they couldn't get it done it was uh not close at all four to nothing so uh, we need to have a talk with the dice or what's going on here well um it's funny you say that as uh today's matchup is going to be between the phoenix suns and the Los Angeles Lakers that we are rolling for. Mm-hmm. The total, uh, or the spread rather, is set at plus minus seven. Yep. Now, we looked high and low, and this one was the matchup that we believe the dice can get right on. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, it is time for many of yours favorite segment of the day. The money line Dice Roll. Let's get after it. Dice. Here we go. Now, Dice, Dice, hold on. I got I to gotta talk to you here for a second, okay? So, been a little bit of a rough outing. 
been a little bit of uh, trials, tribulations we've had to go through here. We're 7 and 12 overall on TTL Podcast. Partner me over here would really enjoy if you guys could just start cashing some tickets for us. Let's figure it out. Let's let's figure it out, huh? Okay, so they heard me. They're ready. We got it. They're ready to rock and roll. Let's get these dice out of the bag. Let's get these beautiful babies ready to rock and roll. All right, the home and away dice have met the table, and the ATS Moneyline dice have met the table. Maybe we need to switch it up. Roll the uh, Moneyline ATS dice first instead of the oh you're a risky fella huh whoa huh? i mean i'm down with it gotta switch let's up see what juju. we do but before we juju. get into today's role you see the carrying pouch you see the dice they're absolutely an amazing product and we don't just bring them on the podcast because they're one of our partners we love these dice we've been using them actually before we partnered with money yeah, line dice we had them first, uh, and then they saw how much we liked them, and we started a partnership. So we absolutely love these guys. If you want your own Moneyline dice or any of the other awesome merchandise that they have on their website, go ahead, head on over to MoneylineDice.com. You can actually find the link down in this episode's description. You go there, get whatever you want on their store, get to check out and enter code TTL10. When you get there and you're going to get 10% off your first order at MoneylineDice.com. Again, that code is TTL10 at checkout for 10% off your order on MoneylineDice.com. So let's get into it. Let's have the dice do what they please. All right. I'm going to go uh, with the words of my partner Got to switch up the juju. We're going to switch dice. up the juju. And for the first roll, we're just going to shoot blind, money line or ATS. Now, let me preface it here real quick for you. In case you didn't know, the Phoenix Suns are coming in as the away team, coming in as plus 240 underdogs right now and spread line of plus seven. And the Lakers are coming in as the home team, obviously, right around a minus 300 favorite and obviously minus seven on the spread. So there you have all of the details behind the matchup. Let's roll for it. Now, Dice, are we going ATS are we going money line? We don't know, but they already do. And they're about to tell us in a three, in a two, in a one. Money line. We are going money line. Knocked, money out, line. Uh, knocked out my headphones there a little bit with the dice. All right. All right. So we got money line. Is going to be some juicy odds or is it going to be? Uh... Are we eating the shit out of the chalk? Yeah. Here we go. What do we got? Home or away? Money line dice. Let us know in a three, in a two, in a one. The away team, the away team. So partner, go ahead, make sure you tell the kind folks that just watched the Moneyline Dice Roll exactly what that one is, the away Moneyline, and I'll be sure to go and show them. Go for it. That is going to be the Phoenix Suns. Apparently that's breaking news that Chris Paul is totally fine. He's got no shoulder issues according to our dice. Uh, You know, had some issues in game two and at the end of game one, obviously getting a little injured, but the dice apparently believe you're all good on camera there, partner. These dice apparently think Chris Paul's going to be A-OK and he's going to help these sons take over the uh, the 2-1 to one lead in this series. Got to have, going to have to go go ahead and ride with the dice. I, uh, I was torn on this matchup, but uh, apparently Chris Paul's all fine and well. The dice have spoken! Apparently Chris Paul is fine and well. Apparently it is the night for the sons to... Get back their lead. It's one-to-one now, but according to the Moneyline Dice, 
it will soon be two to one in favor of Phoenix by the time that game is over tonight. So if you want to run this ticket to the window, I highly suggest you hop on board with the Moneyline Dice. Don't get too crazy, just a little half unit, but we still believe the Phoenix Suns Moneyline for today's Moneyline Dice roll of the day. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. We will uh, see you on the next episode. We appreciate you stopping by. So, folks, now you really have it. You, for real, have our mag's best bets of the day. You got my best bets of the day. You have the triple play Thursday parlay, and now the Moneyline Dice have laid their pick out. Get ready to cash some doggone tickets. We ain't looking back as my partner just said, 7-0 and day on the mm-hmm. horizon, my friends. It is absolutely looking gorgeous. Gorgeous out here on this wonderful Thursday of bets. Now, if you are one of the kind degenerates and gamblers that just stopped by the Talking the Line podcast for some picks, a little bit of analysis, and uh, some banter in between those picks, Thank you so much for stopping by. It's about time to get into the second half of today's episode. However, we appreciate you stopping by. Let's cash some doggone tickets today. Don't be away for too long. Y'all come back now here. We got more money to make, and we got more sports books to bankrupt. So don't stay away from us for too long. We're going to be here to keep hammering home winners day in and day out, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. So degenerates, have a spectacular rest of your day. We will see you on the other side. But for you that stay around for the second half of the Talking the Line podcast, it's time to ease it on back a little bit. Kick it down into first gear. Not be up so high tight about all the analysis and numbers and everything going on, but more of some straight hot takes and what we think about is what's going on in today's sporting world. Mm Mm-hmm. With all that being said, without further ado, it's time to get into the second half of today's show with today's Rants and Reactions. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Got some interesting stuff to talk about, my man. We got some seriously interesting stuff to talk about. There has been uh, some interesting news happening all week, and I think Wednesday might have just produced the most uh, noteworthy stuff yet. Yeah. So kicking things off here, partner, let me get the uh, first paper out of the way here. Oh, look at that. How about that? Stuck right on oh, the my. edge. <laughs> uh, my paper stuck right underneath another paper and stuck right on the edge of my end table here. Pretty doggone sweet how I just did that. Wish I would have been recording that uh, camera from that angle. However, let's get some things started here. Uh, first things first, after we hit stop streaming yesterday... Some great news Been came like out that all week actually. That, that we would have absolutely loved to be able to talk about and react to. I'm have to check and, my phone uh, to make sure we don't give, have anything yeah, else. No kidding. Give you a little <laughs> bit. But came out that there is going to be another celebrity golf match or athlete golf match, whatever the heck you want to call it. More news coming out. We'll Apparently. see what happens. Um, but it came out. Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau taking on Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Very excited about this happening again. Always love to see Phil play in some of these uh, celebrity yeah, matchups. What are you feeling? You got your boy out there with old DeChambeau. Yeah, I wish, I wish it wasn't Bryson. I mean, Brooks Kepka got in, in on the action, chirping at Bryson a little bit after Sunday's weird uh, post, post-tournament 
interaction. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, if if you're gonna make me take a side, of course I'm gonna take my man. The dude can golf. The yeah. dude can golf. I yeah, mean, I'm can. sure Tom Brady's no slouch. He's been doing it for a while himself. But uh, I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers is a solid golfer, and uh, you know, if Phil's, I guess I, it probably is gonna end up being the uh, Phil versus Bryson that is the decider in this one. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm excited that last. I some people kind of roll their eyes at these things, but for whatever reason, I enjoy the hell out of them. If I'm being totally honest, oh, I absolutely love them. Anytime yeah. there's like one of the Tiger and Phil things, yeah. or when there was the Phil and Charles versus, versus Peyton yeah. and Steph, like that was absolutely electric. Right. I mean, Phil gets in some type of a different frame of mind when uh-huh. he does these things, and he gets so cocky and so like, ah, we'll just give him that one. Yeah, yeah. it'd be all right. We'll give and him that so, one. Like, do this and cool, I'm, calm, and like not. Uh, like yeah. nonchalantly cocky it's i know so, so <laughs> he is an absolute legend when he gets into these so i i too am actually looking really forward to it um i would eh, i don't know i'd have to oppose you i think i'm gonna give the uh, advantage to brady phil i actually uh first thing that popped into my head was that episode of peyton's places if you haven't seen it um where peyton and tom brady are dunking um in uh, golf shots in Jim Nance's backyard where he has number seven or number eight of Augusta recreated. Yeah, I, I don't know which one it is, but it's... uh. <laughs> oh, well, uh, we just had somebody join us here on set. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Might as well just say it. Don't know how the hell that happened because usually she's locked up. Uh, but uh, Miss Matilda, my uh, two-year-old cat, decided to join us here on set today. So she hops up. You might see her. She's usually <laughs> locked up. I don't know. I think she grew opposable thumbs and figured out how to get out of, the, out of my bedroom. I am... Uh, I am so flabbergasted to even see her out here right now. That is blowing my fucking mind. See, I just heard her. Uh, but uh, either way, let's carry on with today's Thank rants you. and reactions. Um, you know, I'm sure you would like to talk about this a little bit. Might have a little bit of your own input to uh, say here. Coming out of the matchup yesterday uh, between the Cardinals and your White Sox had a little bit of... Um, uh, nonsense, if you little will. A yeah. little bit of, uh, what the heck's going on out here? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Gallegos got accused of having pine tar, some type of foreign substance, on his hat right. by Joe West. Joe West ordered him to take it off. One thing led to another, and Cardinal Cardinals manager uh, Mike Schilt, or Schilt, I know Schilt is his last name, ends up getting the boot. Mm-hmm. He gets tossed from the game. Quite a wild scene over yeah. there in uh, in the South Side, partner. Yeah, so I was watching this press conference this morning, actually. It's like a nine-minute press conference, and he basically was saying, like, if you want to crack down on this, that's one thing, but if you're going to do that, then we've got to go way deeper than this. This is barely cracking the surface. You've got guys with stuff in their gloves, clearly touching their gloves. They don't mm. even want to go like this how they used to. Right. they got shit all over their gloves and hands now. Right. And, uh, you know, Gio, uh, Gallegos was funny. Apparently, um, he was just like, I just like the hat, man. Like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll still I'll do what I got to do. I just like that hat. I just like how it fits. Yeah. And I mean, like... Basically, he was saying, like, do we really want to open this can of worms? Like, because if, if, if we want to crack down on this, that's one thing. But this is barely cracking the surface of what's really going on in this league. And mm. we're going to have a lot uh, lot deeper things to go into if we're, uh, you know, if this is what we're doing here. And he was like, I don't really blame Joe West. But then he kind of went off and what I just said. It's like, but then, it, you know, 
MLB, the you know MLB office is going to have to do something. Either we're right. cracking down on this, or we're not. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah, because it uh, it is kind of wild when you just got to completely stop a game because an umpire isn't accusing an opposing mm-hmm. pitcher or somebody even on the field or whatever the case might be. Of hey, I think you got pine tar. I think you're cheating. Right. Or whatever the case might be. So I, I think something needs to be done. I mean, it's obviously still a lingering issue. And maybe you might want to look into it with how doggone good some of this pitching has been this year. I yeah, mean, pitching that, that was the is, other part that he was saying the spin rates. You yeah, know, all I mean that they're stuff. insane, dude. Yeah. To already have what did have we gotten seven yet? Seven no nos. They're still at six. six. Either way, I mean that's crazy. That, that's absolutely crazy to have six mm-hmm. in in the first two months right. of the MLB season. So yeah, I I think that uh, the uh, manager is also right. I think there's a lot of a uh, lot of pitchers out there that are right. using some stuff that you might not also know about but they're using it and it's increasing their velo it's increasing their spin rate and it's uh it's a whole bunch of nonsense if you ask me i think we just need to get back to playing the game the real way Mm -hmm. i have no idea but speaking of nonsense moving right along had some serious serious nonsense happen in the game last night in philadelphia if you didn't see it i'm sure you have by now but the philadelphia 76ers are playing the washington wizards Russell Westbrook got injured on a play, was clearly, clearly upset, was clearly not thrilled that he was going to have to leave his team and go to the locker room. Mm -hmm. And as a fierce competitor that Russell Westbrook is, I completely understand. As somebody who was an athlete in the past, when you're in a playoff atmosphere game like that, now granted, I've never been in an NBA playoff atmosphere, but tensions run high. Mm -hmm. Stuff's going to happen. That's the way it is. Now... You shouldn't have to protect yourself from a fan dumping right. popcorn on your head when you're walking into the tunnel to go back to the locker room. How he reacted, how it took 10 guys to hold him back from jumping up in those bleachers and stomping mm-hmm. that a hole in that boy's ass, fully, fully, fully on his side. Yeah, I 100% accept it. And Big Cat actually said something pretty funny. He said, we should enact that players can fight oh, yeah, one yeah. fan a year He's rule. talked about that before. <laughs> 100% agree. 100% agree with that. Well, not only that, but this isn't the first, it's not like this is the first instance, like, and maybe not popcorn, but there's been multiple cases, multiple cases, and it's not that Russell Westbrook's done, but there's been multiple cases where fans are, for whatever reason, decide to, you know, be a little too brave and start chirping at him like he's had to like he's there's a clip i think it's in utah and it might be a playoff series i could be wrong where he basically tells uh, looks at a fan he's like yo you need to shut the fuck up like yeah i don't i don't understand where the thought that russell westbrook is soft comes from like russell westbrook is a hard dude like he grew up in the streets of socal like he He's a hard dude, man. Like he, he, he doesn't he carry himself no joke. any other ways. He the, ain't uh, no joke, man. NBA. Yeah. But I got an alert a few minutes ago. Apparently, Uh-oh. apparently that Uh-oh. fan has been banned from Wells Fargo Arena or Wells Fargo Center, Good. and season ticket membership has been revoked. Good. Good for that dumbass. And the fact that he's a season ticket yeah, holder. Dude. If anybody ever related to him sees this and sees me saying this, go ahead and show it to him. You're a dumbass, sir. You pay all that money for that, and you're going to be the jackass that decides to dump popcorn on an opposing player. And I could be wrong. Stay at home. I could be Stay wrong. Stay at home. But I feel like I saw the other, like a couple other fans, like point back, like, "Yo, is this dude?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, what's up?" Yeah, like, <laughs> what, what, what are you going to do? And then pal? Russ afterwards was like, "Yeah, it's just out of pocket, man. These people, like, something needs to be done. Like, you wouldn't come up to me in the street and pour popcorn on my head because you know right. what would happen." Right, right. <laughs> and I and I tweeted it out last night. It's did we all forget? 
how to be human beings and live right. after being locked in our houses for the last year and a right. half? Like, did we just forget? I mean, you got sock uh, fights at the Sox game. Absolutely bananas. <laughs> I mean, back-to-back fights, multiple fights in the bleachers. You got fights at the Astros game. You got fights now here. Everywhere. You got, I mean, it, it's insanity. It, it's insanity. I mean, can we just go to a game and maybe be calm and just enjoy it? Boo all you want. Yell all you want. Say Trey Young's balding all you <laughs> want. I don't care. That's the fun of the game. Heckling them. And... Players actually like when you can come up with witty-ass shit and make them go, damn, where did he even get that from? How did he even understand that? And that's just the the top-notch way. And, you know, I uh, I honestly, I just, I, I don't think there's any place for this in the game. I don't think it needs to continue to happen. And yeah. I think the stiffest penalties for anybody who even thinks that they can do this right. needs to be enforced. Yeah, I don't no care. Question. I don't care if you're courtside. I don't care if you're in the you know 500 section anyways yeah well uh let's get off of that soapbox sticking with some nba wanted to shout out my man ja morant this kid holy cow 21 years old 249 days i do believe sets the nba record uh well what got close to it lebron has the record was just off by maybe like 60 or 70 days um to setting the most playoff points in a postseason uh or i can't remember exactly what the no he was up was there like 45 points he's up there on the youngest list player of, uh, for the youngest player okay well is, one i saw he was up there on the list of most points in first two playoff games of so his career. yeah so his youngest player to drop 45 40, plus oh, okay. points in okay. a playoff game and lebron held that record he was like 21 years and 172 days and okay. uh jaw was like 249 yeah. days he was so really close yeah he was incredible i mean utah uh, we were wrong yesterday they looked good yeah. donovan mitchell looked solid uh yeah i mean that home, but, cro- home crowd definitely helped because that was that was a you know it was electric yeah. it was electric in utah but one thing i really wanted to shout out if you don't follow jaw on twitter i suggest you do First thing, he got to the locker room last night, wasn't enough, dot, 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 was his tweet. If you need to know any more about that man's mindset or what he brings to that team as a young, dominant athlete, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the proof is in the pudding, man. He, he, everybody, and it, it's always the media, oh, you did this, Jai, you did this, Jai, you dropped your 45, you did this. And sometimes players will play into that, but it's the real all-stars that say, did my fucking team win? Right. Did I get the did we get the job done? Same as same as Kobe. You guys want job's not finished. Right. It's the same concept. And those are the guys that you see make it to the Hall of Fame that have far and above better careers than any any other player on the court because they put the team first, but they still get the personal accolade. So wanted to shout Ja out for that because that was just absolutely huge. I mean, I love to see that from players when they when they have huge nights and they say, hey. I, I tried, but this this ain't me. It wasn't, wasn't enough. It? it wasn't enough, you know? But, uh, yeah, I mean, Rudy Gobert was fantastic. Uh, the Grizzlies do not have uh, the recipe for him right now. Yeah. Another thing uh, that I thought about that jog trying to post a Rudy, oh, taking yes. him to the yes. rack. I uh, totally bold. forgot about that. Pretty bold. Um, well, one thing on that, obviously Rudy won the battle. Great for him. Mm. That's going to be the poster everywhere. However, name me another NBA player in the league today that would have the cojones to go and do that. I don't think there is. And I get where you're coming from. And I do agree with you, but that man, I, and I love it because I love Ja and I love when he tries to do those dunks. But uh, Rudy Gobert is defensive player of the year for a reason. And yeah. He is a brick house. Ah, 
like you yeah. said, I don't think anyone else attempts that, and that does say a lot about Ja, and I do appreciate that. But, yeah. But I don't know how many of those he's going to be putting down on Rudy in his career. Uh, I don't either. Um, but yeah, you can watch tape for days on opposing offenses that when they drive in and they see, see Gobert right in the middle mm-hmm. of the paint, they turn around, yeah. go back out above the key, and kick the ball out. And then somebody else will drive in, Gobert moves in, they go back out, right. kick the ball out. I mean, you can watch tape on it all day long. Yeah, so the fact that Ja had the cojones yeah. to even take it to his face, at, that says a lot about his no, character as well. He's That's got a lot absolutely of huge. A lot of fucking confidence. Absolutely. Uh, already kind of hit on it, but Philly absolutely rolled over the Wizards last night, which, which even more adds insult to injury to the whole Russ situation. Right. Like, just lose with some dignity. I mean, what, or, or, or win, win with, with some yeah, dignity. Yeah. Like, what? what is your issue, man? For real. Um, had an absolute thriller Another of a one, game man. in Madison Square Garden. That place was rocking. I was certain. At some point in time, that roof was going to blow off that place. Yeah, seriously, man. They were rocking and rolling. Uh, I could watch a 14, 15 game series of this match. Give it to me all day long. (laughs) Give it to me all day long. Forget all the other teams. We'll just play all the way through with the Knicks and the Hawks. How's that? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, (laughs) but yeah, you got to write it down here. But these Knicks fans are acting like they just won the damn title, though, man. Yeah. So we're going to have to slow the roll there a little bit. I get that it's the first playoff win in eight years. I totally understand that you know the whole the whole go new york go new york mm-hmm. go i get it i understand bang the music it's your first win i totally understand but shutting down seventh avenue last night because we got our first playoff win and we're tied one to one in the series with the hawks the first round series. in the first fucking round i think we might want to pull back those reins just, mm-hmm. just 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 a little bit boys just a little bit i love the energy i love the vibes it's definitely going to pay dividends for your team going forward but we now got to go to Atlanta mm-hmm. for a couple of games. So just remember that. And they Long uh, road ahead. They can take care of business at home. Yes, they can. They have proven it time and yeah. time again all season long that and they can I, take care of business Maybe you don't home. know, but I, are they going to be full capacity in Atlanta? Yeah, I want to stay, though. We have some friends that live down there. Dave, um, he, I'm pretty sure the last time I talked to him, he had bars where everything was completely okay. open, everything I would was wide open. Least, so. you know, like I would 60, 70, 75%, if not, full, yeah. Yeah, if not 100% capacity. So it'll be uh, definitely interesting to see what happens uh, when this, this matchup hits Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jazz, even the series, we kind of touched on that. That home crowd paid huge dividends for them all night long. I yep. mean, they were rocking just about as well as the MSG crowd was rocking. So, yeah. I mean, every every single shot that was made, that whole, that whole stadium just got up on their feet. Everything just huge. Yeah, and they got their man Donovan Mitchell back, so they were hyped for that, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that uh, that should be an even an interesting rest of the series. I don't know uh, if Grizzlies game one was a fluke, if it was just kind of uh, that's what yeah, we're gonna know. do like for I the day, saying, or what? They don't. Uh, they got Valanciunas to try and hold down Gobert, but aside from that, they've got nobody. Jaron Jackson is uh, you know not really the guy to be trying to be a factor against Rudy Gobert. So no. I wish the Grizzlies put up a better fight going forward here but uh, i don't know if it's gonna happen i don't know if it's gonna happen either partner but uh nonetheless we got some more playoff action coming our way tonight yep. obviously we got the lakers suns that we're gonna be sweating yep. out the money line play on we got the uh bucks and the heat that we'll yep. be sweating your play out on and then also sweating your other play on blazers the nuggets, nuggets and the yep. blazers so uh three 
solid, solid matchups. Should be uh, some back and forth affairs here again tonight. I don't think this is gonna gonna turn into any blowouts. I think Milwaukee will pull away at the end, um, but these should be some very seriously interesting matchups to watch. Talking about playoffs, how about some NHL playoffs? Uh, we got some breaking news. Some interesting news, some news that we did not expect to say, but I did because I hammered it in and I cashed the ticket last night, baby. New York Islanders to win the series against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I got it boosted at plus 330. So that was spectacular. Nice one. That was spectacular. Yeah, that series, that's going to be Islanders Bruins, correct? Correct, it is. Oh, man, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. That is going to be one heck of a uh, series coming up here because there was not a single game that New York wasn't in the game with Pittsburgh. And last night, dominant win five to three yeah yeah dominant win i me and uh me and scoot actually watched the game together he popped in oh nice and uh i mean it was an absolutely madhouse right in new york it was crazy it was so crazy Uh, so uh really looking forward to see what the uh islanders can continue to do here in their playoff push see exactly what happens with them uh wild vegas Going to Game 7, yep. the Minnesota Wild did last night what I envision the Predators doing today and uh, keeping it a really tight matchup till the third period, sticking a couple goals in the back of the net, moving it on to Game 7. Yep, let's get on with it. I mean, I think that's going to be Friday, tomorrow night, if I'm not wrong, Wild Vegas. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty I mean, sure you're spot on there. Not much better than an NHL playoff Game 7, my man. Yeah, nothing better at all. And when it comes to how these games have been already this season goodness gracious or just this postseason just stanley cup i mean there hasn't been one bad one yet so stay locked in stay tuned in these are just gonna keep getting better i mean you got uh the two matchups tonight you got the um leafs and the canadians and the hurricanes and the preds so nothing crazy crazy on tap tonight but the hurricanes and preds should be another star-studded matchup that you'll want to watch i mean just fast-paced up and down the ice all night long uh yeah and you're right partner the islanders and bruins finally set ready to rock and roll and then uh, we officially have the lightning awaiting their second round matchup yep either it's going to be carolina or it's going to be nashville but i believe we're going to find out in game seven we ain't going to find out tonight uh colorado still hanging tight seeing who's going to win game seven between the golden knights and the wild and then you got key rest there yeah and then you got the winnipeg jets who have been cooling and booling after a four game sweep of the oilers they're still waiting to see what comes out of the uh uh, toronto maple leafs Mm -hmm. and canadian uh montreal canadians so we'll see i think we get that one wrapped up tonight i think we do as well I mean, Toronto's got the 3-1 series lead right now. The Habs at one point in time look like they might be able to get this done, but I think it's all over Mm -hmm. but the crying for uh, the Habs here tonight. So there you go. Some NHL action coming in live and in prime time. We got uh, some good matchups coming tonight, so I suggest you tune in there as well. These NBA and NHL playoff matchups have been more than electric if you uh, haven't had the opportunity to watch them. So I highly suggest that you tune in. You got anything else here breaking, partner? Yeah, a little bit. Congressional bill introduced today that would allow college athletes to form unions be considered employees of their school. So the bill is introduced. I don't believe that means it's not even not, close to passing. Right. But that's a nice first step to at least get that, uh, you know, try and get that passed, get the conversation rolling a little further. Yeah. Because uh, something needs to change there. 
Yeah, that wow, that is uh that's huge for them. That almost kind of sets up a uh NFL NFLPA kind of uh scenario, kind of deal like that. So that's hey, good for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely good for them. Yep. I mean, uh the players association as players union, I mean, that's hey, good for them if they can get stepped in the right direction. I am on the side of if I'm going to be putting in now I don't think that they should be compensated at anywhere near the level of some of the professional athletes because you got to think about how many collegiate athletes actually make it to the professional level first mm-hmm. and foremost. So we're going to have to have some some sense of, all right, there's going to have to be a payroll hierarchy yeah. here. It's not going to be you guys are just making a millions and millions and millions. Like, I don't think that should be legit because most of you guys, once you're done with your four years in college, we're never going to hear your name again. Right. So, I uh, But I, I would find myself on the fence that, yeah, I, I think that uh, they should be paid. I think they should be compensated yeah, for their efforts. At least their name and likeness. That yeah. part of it is criminal to me, honestly. Yeah. Maybe not criminal, but borderline because, you know, they make boatloads. It's the top ones, the top schools, they make they make ass loads of money for their schools and they yeah. see nothing for it half the time. So yeah, 150%. I, uh, I totally agree with you there. Uh, so thanks for, uh, dropping that little nugget of information. We gotta on be, us there, uh, lurking on the just, uh, ESPN updates during the show. So we don't miss anything show. like the last so, couple hey, of days. At least, uh, now we know we'll have a little bit of action, uh, ready for you guys each and every day. We, uh, we'll have some prepared and then we can just scroll through the ESPN real quick because apparently during our show is when all the news yeah, goes wild. So we'll be sure to continue to scroll through there and uh, give you the updates as they come in. Let's give you a few of some TTL news and updates before we wrap up these rants and reactions. Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, we have been uh, struggling hard with some technology and some internet here over the last few days. Um, We were trying to get Twitch rolled out maybe by this week, Um, potentially next week. We'll see. I know we kind of been teasing it uh, just as far as some gaming, some gameplay, some like uh, afternoon, midday bet check-in, see if we like some line movements, anything else that's popped into our heads that we really like that we didn't say on the pod. Um, just some different stuff and we'll be sure to tell you what we're going to do. We're not just, it's not going to be something random. You won't know what's happening, but ran into a few technical difficulties and glitches, uh, have much faster internet than what I'm actually getting delivered right now. And, uh, gotta love Comcast. Can't get the technician out until Sunday. So, uh, we'll keep battling along for right now. Internet's good enough to, uh, keep us live streaming on the tube without any glitches, any issues. So we'll obviously keep coming to you live and in prime time here partner anything else that uh popped into your head anything else you can think of um as far as ttl news updates anything we got i don't think so okay uh well one final thing i wanted to let you guys know i know a few of you have been uh huge fans of the fan question friday well guess what we're gonna bring it back now that we have the live chat available in youtube um during these ransom reactions segment we'll go ahead while we're talking about stuff if you guys just want to toss some general questions in there whether it be about bets the topic we're on whether it be another topic that we forgot to hit on that's another hot take type of deal whatever it may be just drop them in there we want to connect with you guys i mean you see us in there every morning say good morning to you guys i mean we are not uh, trying to be man in the high castle and looking mm-hmm. all down at you guys we uh we want to connect with you guys we're part of this community and even though we do this professionally we do take this extremely seriously and we do this as our career we hey we still love connecting with you guys and we love we love every single uh time that you guys do reach out it just gives us more opportunities to build relationships with each and every one of you so appreciate that uh, be on the lookout for that probably coming tomorrow we'll have that live chat open ready to rock and roll for tomorrow's episode 
So that does it for today's rants and reactions, the hottest news, the hottest takes from the TTL crew and everything in between. If you haven't stopped by an episode of the TTL pod before, we like to uh, end the show a little differently than uh, maybe some of the other sports gambling shows or sports shows that you've seen out there. And that is with some Colts Motivation Minutes. Now, if you don't know, pretty self-explanatory by the name, but I'd like to take just a few brief minutes to give you some thought, some perspective, uh, whether that be a quote or a message or whatever the case might be, just a little something to get you kicked in the tush for the day and give you a little something you can take with you for the rest of the day. When things get to be too much, you can come right back to it and hold on to that lesson to help carry you through each challenge an obstacle you might face. For today, ladies and gentlemen, I said, hey, partner, I got a good one coming up. I got visual cues for today's motivation minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Visual cues for today's motivation minutes. I've been thinking about this for quite some time, and I didn't know exactly how to roll it out because I wanted to do it in this way. And being live on YouTube, finally afforded me the opportunity to be able to do so. Okay. So here we are for today's Motivation Minutes. Now, the first thing that I wanted to rip out is this book. This book is called Mindset. You can see it right there. It is by, the lights are a little bright on it. It is by Carol S. Dweck, last name D-W-E-C-K, Carol S. Dweck. And this book is all about, the main concept she writes about is the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. Now, the fixed mindset, you are going to be the same your entire life. You are programmed a certain way. You can't learn anything new. And you may think that that sounds kind of crazy. But unfortunately, that's how a lot of us live our lives. And I've said it many times before, but the old, as the old Eagles line goes, so oftentimes it happens that we live our lives in chains and never even know we have the key. And that key is unlocking this growth mindset. And the growth mindset tells you that you have the ability to learn at any given point in time. You have the ability to add to your repertoire. You're always a work in progress. You never don't have the ability to conquer any challenge or obstacle that is in your path with the growth mindset. Now, also, I brought along something in the middle of the book, a nice nice little... Uh, little graph here, a little something-something. So you see a little two little faces. We got some uh, little, little arrows and stuff. So one side is the fixed mindset, and one side is the growth mindset. And I wanted to share with you some of the things here and kind of use them to think about how you go throughout your day, how you would handle a specific situation, what type of mindset, and be honest with yourself, what type of mindset do some of your thoughts fall into here? And then I just kind of wanted to leave you with that, let you guys check out Mindset. Actually, the first book that I ever read in my entire life, cover to cover, was this book. And uh, I come back to it from time to time. It is an absolutely amazing book. It was referred to me by uh, one of my college classmates in uh, one of my senior year classes and have hung on to it ever since. So let's get into it a little bit here. Um, it says right up at the top, Carol S. Dweck says, when, where, and how will I act on my new plan to invoke the growth mindset is what she is uh, referring to there. And she said, regardless of how bad you may feel, chat with your fixed mindset and then turn it in to the growth mindset. And when you succeed, 
don't forget to ask yourself, what do I have to do to maintain and continue the growth? Now, she tells you to print out this page and stick it somewhere that uh, you can see it all the time, and that's important. So with the fixed mindset, it is thought that intelligence is static. You can't learn anything new. It's pretty much fixed. It's pretty much the same. It's not going to ever improve. You are at a baseline, and that's all you have the ability to. This leads to the desire to look smart and therefore the tendency to avoid challenges, get defensive or easily give up, see effort as fruitless work or even worse, ignore useful negative feedback, and feel threatened by the success of others. If any of those might have uh, hit you in there, and if, you're, if, if you had a little feeling hit you in the gut when I might have said one of those, you might be dealing with a little bit of a fixed mindset. And some ways that you can adjust that and change that into a growth mindset with those exact same things, a growth mindset says that intelligence can be developed. I can always learn more, I can always become better than what I am, and I can always add to my repertoire. This leads to the, the, to the desire to learn and grow, and therefore the tendency to embrace challenges, persist in the face of setbacks, see effort as a path to mastery, learn from useful criticism, and find lessons and inspiration in the success of others. So you see some of the differences there. And they're very, very simple differences between a fixed and a growth mindset. And you might not even realize that you were operating under the guise of a fixed mindset. And one thing I want to challenge you guys to do is if you're not a, a book reader, maybe download the audio version, maybe look in through a few things, or maybe just type in Carol S. Dweck, fixed versus growth mindset. And see some of the things uh, that she talks about in there. Uh, I know I kind of hit on some of the key points, but to be able to challenge or channel that growth mindset rather is really going to set you up for success in any situation you find yourself in. No matter what you face, you always have the ability to learn how to do it. Point in case, once again, G4 classification to talk about this, I had no idea how to use YouTube or OBS Studio. No clue. Still ain't a whiz at it, but I can run a live stream YouTube show. I could have had the fixed mindset and said, I've never learned how to do this. I didn't go to school to be an IT guy. I, how, how in the world am I ever going to learn OBS Studio? But I said, you know what? Let me learn what I know from in the past. Let me do a little bit of research. Let me find this video into this video into that video to read this article. And then look where we are now. We're, uh, we're live prime time. We're live in prime time. So it just takes making those simple decisions with the things that you face in your life of just having that growth mindset that this is here to help me grow. Whatever challenge, whatever problem lies in your way, it's there to teach you something. It's probably not going to feel like it then, then and there at the time. I can promise you that. Uh, I've been having a few of those moments here over the past few days. Uh, but once you get out of them, you take a step back and you breathe Take a moment to see what they did teach you, because I guarantee you every single time they will have taught you something. So today, think a little bit about having a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and all of the benefits that you can have from just applying a little bit of growth and positivity into your 
life. And one more time, the book is Mindset by Carol S. Dweck. So I hope uh, you found uh, some value there. I hope you can uh, end up getting that book and it impacts your life as much as it has impacted mine. Ladies and gentlemen, that does it for my motivation minutes for today. Any thoughts there, partner? Don't typically ask you that. Anything you got? Nah, I mean, sometimes I chime in. No, I like it, man. I uh, definitely, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think I. Maybe I'm a little too high on myself, but I don't think I have too many of those fixed mindsets. At least yeah. on a daily basis, maybe with some small stuff. Yeah, eh, probably with some small, small stuff, stuff. Small stuff that it's not and, as uh, you know. And that's the kicker that yeah. you say that because with those small things, if it's bad in those small things. It's only form out of a time before it starts bleeding into those sure. big things. Sure, sure. So, and and it goes back to everything that I talk about. Mm-hmm. If you can implement it at such a small scale and on a small level, it's only going to pay dividends into those bigger things right. and bigger obstacles in your life. Yeah. I would say I need to use more of my free time to, you know, use that growth mindset and seek out ways mm-hmm. to grow. Mm-hmm. That would be where I would... It you, takes that discipline. would be my own personal takeaway from that. Yeah, yeah. it takes serious discipline because I, especially with what we do, it's so easy just yeah. to. Yeah. After I mean, we've been grinding all day long, shut off the brain. Right. Let's watch some sports, cash some tickets. Yeah. That's about it. Right. And uh, taking those few moments and times to be able to to seek out something to help you grow, right, is always uh, is always great. So there are the motivation minutes. There is pretty much episode number forty six of the TTL Pod. If you haven't been here before, you don't know what I'm about to do. But if you have, you know this is how we always wrap up every show. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering in the soul that you've been dying to get out to the kind degenerates that decided to stop by episode 46 on this beautiful Thursday, May 26, 2021. So luckily this time, I had this one for yesterday. Totally forgot about it. Oh, oh, I'm excited about this, actually. And uh, I mentioned it yesterday after we were breaking down. I'm like, oh, shit, this is what I was going to say. The MLB, I believe it was New Era, released some god-awful hats. Yes. (laughs) Uh, That's an understatement uh, for the MLB. And uh, they are about as trash as trash can be. You know, you've got just a little bit too much going on on all of these hats. You've got numbers on the bill next to the logo. You've got Pittsburgh's got a giant steel just beam a steel right beam. here. Hey, I mean, <laughs> the Yinzers love it, but uh, <laughs> the rest of us, what in the world is yeah, that? <laughs> I, maybe we're getting old. I don't know. But, <laughs> I don't know. But they, but they are pretty dumb, dude. They're I mean, pretty, they, they're just hats disgusting. with all types of goofy stuff just plastered onto yeah. the side of them. So, yeah, I mean, I... I I don't even know if I saw the White Sox one. I saw the Cubs one. It was the Cubs logo, bunch of numbers. Mm-hmm. I think it was all their area codes. Yeah. yeah. And then the Chicago flag. Like, there's ways to make this cool, and it's not yeah. throwing every single thing that you want to put on the hat all on the front of it. It's yeah. Not, or all it. around the hat. Just yeah. everything that is in relation to that city. Probably probably not the best idea. Well, But here's the thing, partner. I looked at you, and I always like to say this. At some point in time... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There there was a meeting of the minds. <laughs> right. A, a, a round table affair, if mm-hmm. you will. And one young man or woman looked at another young man or woman and said, Yep, that's it. That's the one. Lock it in. That's it. That's what we gotta do. 
and I just don't see it. I don't see it. Comp- but these big, com- big companies, it's, I don't think it's just one person being like, yeah, that's it. It's got to be a whole line a of A whole people. line of people like, yeah. Or a whole room for yeah, old yeah, people. You know, you, you know, that's a good idea. Maybe <laughs> someone like us just isn't uh, man enough to speak up and be like, hey, man, those are fucking disgusting. Maybe that's why we don't work in corporate America and Maybe. we work in front of a camera. Maybe. Because <laughs> then we get to tear them apart for it. Absolutely. I guess. But... <laughs> Absolutely. But hey, thanks for bringing that in, yeah. man. I'm glad you uh, you said something about that because that was hilarious when we yeah. had that moment after yeah. the pod yesterday. So if you don't know what we're talking about, check out some of those new yeah, Eric apps. Those, those are gross. so freaking goofy. I can't even begin to explain it to you guys. So there it is. Our mags has wrapped it up for us, gave us that little last nugget of information to take with us about our days. I hope it uh, helps you just have a little chuckle every time you think about us talking about those hats. Yeah. Uh, whole episode absolutely killer show my friend think we did all right here uh no audio issues today i made sure to stay on top of everything stay locked and loaded into where we are like i always say it's only us there's no production studio so i am running the whole show from my laptop as well as giving you analysis from my laptop as well as running all of the equipment from my laptop Mm -hmm. so it's all us. Yep. All us right here. So uh, if you guys could be so kind, as a reminder, please smash that subscribe button. Hit that like button if you enjoyed the content we gave you today. Leave us a comment. We absolutely love when you guys do that. Rating, uh, if you're listening on podcast directory, whatever the case might be, we just can't tell you guys how much we appreciate you, appreciate your following, your support. Just stop and buy a couple of goobers like us. Just talk some sports lines, have some fun day in and day out, cast right. some damn tickets and and you guys sure know how to make a couple of guys feel pretty damn special. Mm-hmm. Um, we we do this for you. We always say that this is our passion. We love to do this. Um, we we would do this for zero dollars for the rest of our lives if we could. But we got to make some money at some point in time yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, sure. uh, with that all being said, make sure you hit all that. If you're looking for more TTL content, more TTL uh, social medias, all that good stuff. As a reminder, hit the link tree in this episode's description. It's the first link you're going to see there. Hit that. You're going to find all of our social medias, all of our other platforms, uh, the newsletter, where we're at on podcast directories, all that good stuff. We have it in one nice, tight, clean, concise location so you guys don't have to go searching all over the interweb for the TTL crew stuff. Right. All right. So we keep it nice and easy for you. But without further ado... I cannot thank you guys enough. I know Mags would say the same. We appreciate you to the moon and back, even though we've, uh, well, my personally, I'll leave him out of this. Even though I've had a bit of a rough week, I am still going to keep showing up. And as a little reminder, I have not gone into the negative. And why is that, partner? Because I've stuck to my units. Mm, I've stayed very smart. I haven't tried to win all my money back in one day. And even with some losing days, I still have money in the account. Mm-hmm. So if ever you needed more of a lesson to stick to your units, here it is right now. Stick to your units. Make life easy for yourself and keep the money in your sportsbook account. Grow it back up. It's going to be okay. I promise we got winners coming at you today. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, 
degenerates, gamblers far and wide. From myself and Mags, we thank you so much for coming to today's episode number 46 of the TTL pod. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday. Unless you have other plans, let's cash some tickets.